Hey guys, uh, welcome on to Junkie, a podcast where we define choice. A choice to live on your own terms and by your own design, or simply look the other way and move on. I am Sanket, your adventure guide for today, as we venture deep inside India's startup ecosystem with India's new age entrepreneurs. Today with us, we have Anurag. He's the founder of Neodocs. He has been an entrepreneur since he graduated from college. And he has the Midas touch. Whatever he starts has enjoyed a significant amount of success. The record holds as he has successfully launched a very exciting product and is on the cusp of building a revolutionary diagnostics brand called Neodocs. So, hi Anurag, how are you? Hi Sanket, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. It's a real pleasure to have you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, welcome. So, uh, you know, uh, most startup founders usually take some corporate experience. Uh, and you also have an excellent pedigree in terms of IIT Bombay to do that. So to give you some, to give our listeners some context to your journey as an entrepreneur, I would like to mention that, um, you know, um, you had three interesting startups where you have done something really innovative. So how has the journey been and what are some of the key milestones you feel that have propelled you um, forward or pulled you back or have you given any thought to going back to the cor- going back to uh, corporates or sitting for placements or or have you just uh, sort of um, been an entrepreneur through and through and never looked back so uh, so I, I actually as you told that I've been an entrepreneur since my graduation never uh, like joined a corporate job in fact during that uh, my uh, internship year when people generally go for internship I had a paid pro- project uh, that uh, a sponsored project that I was hiring on. So I de- never did in corporate internship. I at that time was hiring interns to work on my project and uh, started my first venture uh, actually informally before graduating itself. So the corporate uh, like experience and all, so I do not have a great idea that whether I face it or not. And uh, but yeah, I have had great learnings from people whom I had worked with. We got people from corporate to uh, like had a had a chance to hire people from corporate, good companies with a good pedigree and a, at a excellent positions, getting them into my ventures, learning from them what worked there, how to tweak it for the company and uh, doing a sort of crash course on to what the good parts of a corporate culture. So in fact, I had a deferral uh, offer from the institute when I graduated that I can come back to and sit for the placement after two years uh, if, even after two years if uh, things don't work out but uh, never got a chance to think about it or look back uh, startup journey has uh, treated me very well I am I have been really enjoying it uh, since the word go when I started off uh, like the first venture was again with two of my other co-founders uh, Again, into healthcare, I have a keen interest in that. So I have dabbled only in this uh, uh, domain. Uh, both my other co-founders had corporate experience, uh, were not from, not from IIT Bombay. Uh, met them through some common connect and uh, we started off uh, started off informally without even incorporating a company, started making revenues and then realized that let's uh, formally incorporate the venture and let's uh, do it as a full-time activity. And uh, so... Uh, had great learnings building for bottom of the pyramid where people do not think about uh, building products that who will pay came up with excellent models around uh, the payer relationship uh, how to how to uh, provide quality healthcare and 
at affordable prices or at uh, someone else's expense or some people used to compensate for someone else who was utilizing the product and uh, yeah and the company is still alive uh, in the revenue generating stage growing uh, steadily uh, in fact uh, has expanded beyond india then uh, moved on to my uh, second uh, entrepreneurship uh, second leg of entrepreneurship where i like uh, again uh, had the fortune of hiring people who had a lot of experience uh, building uh, uh, building out of the world devices and uh, some of the things which like uh, no one has ever built so building devices for like other people smart devices intraoperative surgical tools where like uh, people are there on the surgical table these tools are being utilized the doctor is getting the uh, like uh, real time monitoring of the data and uh, taking decisions on the basis of that on how to go about in the surgery or taking certain calls on the basis of that building diagnostic devices so again got to learn a lot uh, like not just like building prototypes but building prototypes building manufacturing them uh, at par within a product that is sold in market or excellent products that are sold in market scaling doing uh, like pilot productions and all had the good fortune of doing that as well and uh, yeah so that was exciting that's that the thrill of not uh, so give, meeting customers not selling uh, on a day to day basis just doing a b2b service wasn't uh, was the least thrilling part so that is when i decided to move on to my third leg of entrepreneurship get back into the product shoes come up with a product sell to the consumer directly solve a problem and uh, that is where i am today started neodocs with uh, Two of my other co-founders, juniors from IIT Bombay, again coming from a, a corporate background in uh, consultancy and uh, um, strategic consultancy, multinational companies. And uh, what we are enabling today is doing instant at-home lab tests. So, for uh, the product that we have launched is a urine test where you get the wellness card uh, at home. dip it in the urine scan it with the mobile phone or application and uh, the results are available within a minute or two and uh, then insights over that in terms of nutrition exercise yoga uh, supplements all those things uh, are built upon on the application so that is what we currently do and uh, uh, yeah so building neodox uh, building the team right now at neodox right so i think um, so uh, the product that you mentioned with neodocs and uh, the urine card so all of this is patented and what part of it is protected and what is uh, sort of your invention in this so uh, like uh, i i'll just give you a bit of background so i i have been my previous roles built devices built uh, devices around chemistries worked with these chemistry assays which are like uh, the core uh, of these testing Uh, developed those have developed the ip protected patented uh, uh, platforms which to do these testings and also that is the some of the know how that i uh, currently bring to uh, neodocs and then at neodocs what we have done is that uh, previously what we were doing is these strips we were like when i was developing in my previous roles at dynasm these were still being read by devices and instruments so right now what we have done is in the innovation part we have gotten rid of those devices you do not require a device you just need that wellness strip and the mobile phone and our app on it. so that's it so that entire process innovation taking away the hardware itself what it enables is uh, it opens up the doors to do testing at home without any limitations 
like uh, for example currently we do 15 parameters different parameters and just with a single mobile application unlike in like certain devices where you have to have a separate device for glucose monitoring separate device for lipid monitoring separate device for something else uh, say blood pressure so uh we have gotten rid of that so that makes it very easy to access these tests and makes it uh, like uh accessible not just in terms of uh, the lack of hardware which is a, a usp but also in terms of costing so we do not have an added hardware with the device so that is where we have innovated the algorithms and all are right now proprietary so that those are the secrets of how we enable it uh, like in different lighting conditions and you can measure it in sunlight in a shadow in different phones so all those things are what we have developed got it so uh, i mean i think uh, every time you've come up with something new it's it's something different from what everyone else is doing it's not just something that's been copied from uh, the us or um, the international markets and then brought for the indian audience it's something that you uh, innovated and did something on your own and built built something new and you sort of filled a gap in the society and that is what uh, creating or new products is all about and innovation i believe is all about but it's easier said than done and i know it's crazy and it's a very subjective topic and everyone keeps on talking about filling these gaps in societies and building products to cater to that but mm-hmm. how do you sort of channel the innovation and find these gaps that everyone is talking about any methods to the madness that you found to sort of channel all this um, energy and uh, innovation and um, towards building new products that actually solve real life problems yeah so uh, like uh, one thing that you told like uh, copying from west or these things that exist so like india is a very different market so uh, like even if you if those same companies come across in india they may not really uh, they may face uh, hurdles like uh, they may not really succeed you require a mindset uh, way of like for example it, it, in india for example in healthcare uh, if i compare with the west if i am launching such a kind of test i can launch it at a very higher price because there the insurance uh, pays for a lot of these tests these are all doctor driven so i can command a higher premium but in india we realize that a lot of expenses uh, still occur out of pocket so getting a test done for 2000 or 3000 rupees again and again out of pocket is uh, like out of question for majority of the people in india so you have to think from that uh, from that mindset that we're developing for people who are around and so that acts, adds to an edge that we are like we all have for most of the part of our life have spent in india only we understand uh, people we keeping eyes and ears open like how people uh, behave what are the habits that uh, people have getting to know about that building around that is also important it's not just the idea alone it is also the execution so just the idea is uh, just half part of the entire problem you have to also understand the market the channels how you reach the customer how you engage with the customer how you what is the language or what, what is the like uh, vocabulary that you are using with the customer what is your are you promoting people should feel uh, involved people should feel uh, should understand uh, in a plain language that what is it for and how does it help them so again that understanding i feel gives us an edge in india and we feel that is where we can outperform uh, almost all uh, competitors got it so uh, i mean you talked about uh, execution 
and uh, i believe that one of the very uh, important parts of executing a product is sort of building a prototype for it and uh, that comes very difficult to most people because building a prototype is not very easy a because you might not have the right raw materials that you require for it b you might not have the funds to pursue it and a lot of other factors as well that uh, i mean i believe that you understand uh, mm. so you have started three times and all three times you have had a physical or a tangible product and an um, and a software side attached to it so and um, i understand um, that you also might have had this problem of prototyping mm. and coming up with a product which is expensive and needs funds to be reiterated as well so that it can be passed through different examinations and approvals before you take it to the market so what were the sort of challenges that you faced and any workarounds um through this whole process that you might have figured out uh, in your journey that uh, you can share with our listeners yeah so i i i like uh, this is a really important question because again for 5 uh, years back i had the same questions i was at the same point where like uh, finding it difficult to do things or finding it difficult like uh, right finding the right people right stakeholders right vendors and all so that is uh, like 5 years back uh, where i was got a great learning uh, like uh, that is what i actually enjoy about entrepreneurship that doing a lot of things yourself i do not have a team where i just uh, pass on the design and someone is taking care of like uh, the entire finance legal manufacturing and also that is another like i term it as an asset that uh, i have built that entire know how of how these things work how to uh, Where where you can save time, where to cut corners, where not to cut corners. Uh, so, and I'll come specifically from a healthcare uh, product mindset. So, like one of the mistakes that I feel I used to make five years before was, uh, like in hindsight I'll term it as a mistake. It was making things sequential. So I always wanted to do something on my own. So what I did was, I. i hated that i have to wait for some so say if i don't know mechanical engineering i have to wait for someone who knows mechanical engineering to help me out in that if i don't know say web web application or a back end building i have to wait for someone uh, to or find someone and so that wait or that patience was not there at that point of time and uh, what i did was i started learning everything on my own so i i learned mechanical engineering i learned embedded systems i learned hardware designing pcb designing i learned like um, i used to code back ends i uh, i think only front end is something which i have never touched myself uh, in deep but besides that almost everything hardware software everything i have done uh, like you name it and uh, i i have dabbled into it so uh, like th- that was the thing i was doing but that used to make things sequential so like i if i have to do say if i have to develop an uh, say an iot device where some data is being uh, transmitted so i have to have uh, so the task involved would be like enclosure designing then the pcb designing then the embedded system coding then the back end coding and all those stuff uh, assembly manufacturing and also doing it yourself makes it sequential and it beats a lot of purpose of like uh, uh how, what we uh, like uh, the startup should be agile lean fast uh, and so all those things so it's not uh, so i realized that that's not uh, worth it and that is when i realized the power like that the network that you have uh, you need to leverage so that is some soft uh, like advantage which a lot of people do ignore in fact i also used to do that uh, like 
why how to uh, how to approach someone how to just bl- uh, bluntly go, uh, go to them ask for help they may say no so that uh, fear of that that used to hold me back so that is what i like uh, that inhibition i when i took off i realized that people are more than happy to help uh, and you just need to reach out to them you need to just articulate your problem you need to if like uh, i myself do that and i have experienced that same karma back that uh, i i experienced that uh, thing and then i started doing that myself so if someone uh, like if i approach someone i am really passionate about it uh, it's not a matter of who they are or what position they are people are ready to help people are willing to help so that is uh, one thing which helped me connect with people so if i am say not great at something so i, I would be having my own uh, an extra edge in certain things i may not be good at everything i may be a jack of all trade but maybe master of some so those things it is good to know because you know who to what is the kind of person to hire so i have been in that shoes i know what 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 are the problems and all i can ask the right questions to people uh, while building the team but the other side of these networking is people connect to you other connect with you to other people and all and in certain ways some of these people have become hires as well in the company so i connected with them got to solve a problem really interacted with them got to know their thought processes they got to know and they got to understand me took a plunge later on and uh, decided to join me in my like uh, mission prototyping per se like i feel a lot of people ignore like just having something functionally uh, there is not necessarily a prototype so it used to be a prototype for me 5 years back that just ye kaam kar raha hai and uh, ye function karta hai button press ke light jalta hai but uh, slowly i like raised my standards of what i call a prototype so prototype is like uh, like right now if you ask me what a prototype it is the closest form of the final product without any major iteration required to change in the final finish in the final uh, like material that it has to be manufactured in so that is the standard and uh, like again that is a culmination of the past 6 7 years that i have spent doing things but that uh, has accelerated great, created a great vendor network if i need to get something say injection molding done whom to go to and all and the same thing like giving back to the community if someone approaches me ask me that okay i need to get this sheet metal uh, cutting or uh, uh, injection molding i pass on to that vendor network uh, to them that okay this is i i spent 3 years 4 years you shouldn't do the same thing similarly for for example for software and all i realized that as engineers there's a thrill uh, in coding something yourself uh, and that sometimes from an entrepreneur's uh, mindset may not be the best uh, thing to do so if something can be done fast something can be done uh, Uh, like without you yourself doing the speed since it matters uh, like do not wait for the f- uh, like uh, coding everything yourself creating that perfect feature cycle and all and wait for a long time there are a lot of i realize that there are a lot of no code tools available these days where you do not necessarily need to know coding you can create website mobile applications you can read create backends and all without a single line of code just drag and drop you just need to spend one or two hours and a lot of things some of these products also come with a subscription say i i i previously used to be a miser that soft for software i am not going to pay i'll code it myself it is easy to code but then i realized that 10 dollars a month or 5 dollars a month is 
something that will save a lot of time uh, speed matters more than uh, whether i can do it or not it's not the question of either i can do it or not it's the question of whether i can deliver the solution or execute it uh, well and that is what is appreciated no one uh, people pay the price for a product they don't necessarily pay the price for how much difficult was it for you or how much easy was it for you so that is like leveraging these no code tools and uh like whatever work has already been done open sources and all picky backing on them and then building across so that saves a lot of time reaching out to people networking is the underdog that uh, which people should uh, leverage got it so i think um, some really important insights for everyone who's looking to start up and is sort of fixated on that particular problem as to how do we prototype so uh like now that we have a prototype um i want to understand that you know whether the problem is actually feasible and uh, is it actually truly truly solving a problem for people and would be well perceived in the market but the problem still stands that as we have a lack of fund how do we validate our prototype uh, and are there any platforms uh, that can be used or how did you sort of go about validating your idea when you first started kerenex or even with neodocs because how did you know that you know people will actually uh, buy this so again it's it's like i think one of the most important question in the life time of a startup uh, like a lot of people die uh, like uh, have been my recent like listen from a lot of people and uh, have been listening to the actually a lot of people or a lot of startups die not because of the lack of funds but because of that lack of product market fit validating whether the idea actually is needed by people or not and uh, like for example yc has that uh, like tagline which i really like a lot that build things that people want so uh, again being there i realized that a lot of time you you have identified something you start with a hypothesis and then uh, you get so engrossed in it with your co-founders with your team that you actually forget the customer you just start okay this feature needs to be there that feature needs to be there the ui needs to be this like this you totally forget you are just build just like you have you uh, it is good to have hypothesis so that is because where you start off whether to either nullify whether this thing is true or not good to have hypothesis but uh, not great to build those skyscrapers over those hypothesis so uh, people do generally build the entire product without talking to users and uh, they just the thought process when i say people i myself have done that so you build the entire product and then reach out to people and then you realize that people a lot of time when you ask them whether you'll buy this product or not they start commenting on features that okay it may add this and then it will add value to me and all you again get back into your uh, like uh, again get back into building the product mode and all add more features whatever people are asking and uh, uh, telling from my uh, like personal experiences then go back and when the uh, all the features are added when you ask them to pay they are not willing to pay so that is where you fail that there is a you may be solving something but if the person is not willing to pay it is maybe a good to have or actually not uh, a real problem or the target audience or your hypothesis you you have spent a lot of time so more than finances capital and all the time is very important so time is not a luxury things move very fast so that is somewhere like i uh, like i and even my uh, like our team we try to be cautious that we don't get into that trap because you have to be self aware there's no uh, 
know something a marker or a flag that will go up that okay you are uh, just getting into the build mode not talking to people not uh, discussing with the users of what their feedback is and all uh, asking the wrong questions to people so if i ask you whether you uh, like uh, this is a phone i have built uh, will you buy this you your answers may be entirely different versus i going open ended doing an open ended uh, question i have with you so this is something uh, important i learned uh, sometime back uh, that ask people when you are in the hypothesis mode to verify don't just put don't just put words in their mouth don't ask questions or the answers that you want to listen uh, ask open ended questions let them speak keep your ears and eyes open to like uh, post covid things have changed a bit but uh, i personally am a fan of in person talking to people customers uh, vendors and also a lot of time these are non verbal cues and also again talking to people your customers is very important building mvps uh, fast iterating fast Uh, like scrapping them off fast if they are not working not to get get in love with that uh, like uh, product that you are building so uh, the problems happen when you are so much in love with your product that you are building that uh, a positive or a constructive criticism or a feedback is something that you will ignore no matter the entire world is pointing in that direction so uh, and and the other part of it that uh, building and capital limitation and all so gen- generally for start starting off when you are building say innovative products or products in a market where like attention span is less uh, and less uh, going on reducing every day you have you are anyways be you'll anyways be like evaluating the product with early adopters you'll may so uh, generally there is that thing that there are early adopters and uh, like there'll be some people will follow them up then there are the laggards where the major market is there so those early adopters find those early adopters have hypothesis who are your adopt uh, like adopters for example for care nx these were pregnant women who have recently found out they are pregnant how to reach them out the doctor the gynec the gynec is the one that uh, comes in contact that became our channel and uh, uh, so then again observing them talking to them I, identifying people who are willing to be open and help us build the product so same we follow at new adopt get those early adopters be in touch with them and uh, like uh, they 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 are the actually true uh, feedback givers and helping us build a great product uh, that we are aiming for so again that, and for them uh, like now coming to that capital question for them you may not necessarily have the perfect product we have been lucky enough and i i know other people as well for them they are happy to share that okay they don't care about the ui ux but there is something other that they are caring about and that is something they'd like to give a feedback upon they'll they'll not care that whether the ui ux is shitty they'll just care whether what we are giving value in is that uh, helping things uh, helping them in certain way if yes what is that what is lacking and all again getting all the feedback then filtering them out so you have to uh, take out the clutter we cannot build everything uh, right there right then whatever everyone asks so having filters what are our priorities and all and yes this early set of adopters is somewhere someone whom you take though your initial mvps or prototypes which probably are not in the best shape got it so uh, i mean uh, initially you talked about um, i mean something that you love about yc is their motto like build something that people actually want and uh, i think uh, the whole startup ecosystem uh, at the moment is very um, i mean it's blooming right now 
and uh, it's blooming because uh, india has started coming up with startups that are actually providing value to customers so uh, in in that sense i would still like to ask that you know um, you work in health tech and to sort of build prototypes and take it to the next level funds are very important and they are an important part of the journey but at the same time we do also have um, startups i mean um, software related startups that don't actually need funds and fu- raising funds is, has become sort of a tagline that you know uh, raise two rounds and two exits and it has become something um, of uh, it, it's become sort of an award or something that you are recognized by so i would like to know your thoughts on um, the venture uh, capital market that is uh, sort of uh, come up in india and uh, the type of funding that is going around and the type of myths that have been floating around um, all this so like uh, again uh, software startups uh, not don't need money that may not necessarily be right they do need to grow they need to have certain expenses the team marketing and all and the growth is something that uh, commands that kind of money that they'll be putting into achieve for example uh, facebook has achieved that billion dollar bi- billions of uh, people uh, Uh, using the product daily, and that is what uh, that figured growth is what funneled that company, which is like racing towards trillion dollars of valuations. Uh, same with Google. So again, uh, so they if they would have like not had money, they would have probably may not be in the shape that they are today. Won't have scaled to that, and and a lot of things like uh, exits and all are important for the ecosystem because uh, good uh, startup uh, or the good founders. and in fact most of them are great uh, they when they have successful exits or if they make money they pump it back into the ecosystem majority of them are giving back to the community and it's it's not it is it is coming back in two ways uh, capital as well as their learnings from what they did what they did wrong specifically a lot of them are candid about talking what they did wrong and what not to do or what to take care of so that is uh, really important so having exits and all uh, actually pumps up that market it also like motivates people to uh, explore entrepreneurship as an option so we are like way past that 5 10 years back which was a typical thing that uh, you are graduating from like whatever degree that you are doing and you have to look for a job and uh, that is the like uh, cycle that you have to go in and again, nothing wrong with that different people have different aspirations different uh, comfort zones and all but uh, people who have been willing to explore entrepreneurship so these successful exits also like uh, create that zeal and excitement that people why should they aim for it creating those aspirations so yes uh, that thing is that soft psychological aspect is uh, very important exits are important because they uh, great founders again come back give back to the community in terms of learnings or capital either way and uh, again uh, those learnings uh, most of the time those learnings are very important compared to the capital that uh, they may uh, be putting in or the capital so i'd reiterate that a lot of startups die because they don't find a product market fit not because of the capital uh, uh, running out so capital is a cost but in uh, many of them but majority of the time you don't find a product market fit before the capital uh, uh, ran out so that that is uh, one of the major thing funds yes they are important again to build uh, so i i have been advocate that it is not like uh, the founder needs to struggle to build a company that should that should not ideally be the case the founder should not be thinking about 
like where do i get money to eat tomorrow or for the rents next month so that should not be the case uh, fund should be uh, there because he he should be focusing on the problem that he is solving not uh, these things and that is where the venture capital industry has grown in india has the risk appetite has increased again some sectors because of the exits or the exit freeze that they have seen have seen more action from uh, like investors but uh, nonetheless even the other like hardware or biotech has uh, been in laggard compared to software uh, but it has also grown compared to 5 years or 7 years down the line risk appetites in terms of innovative hardware and all uh, has yet to be seen so that is not at par with that it should be but again uh, the majority of the ecosystem will also command it and soon like uh, there will be people who will be putting in uh, money in even uh, like uh, highly because with hardware what happens is the extra component of logistics manufacturing and all those things come up where the iteration cycle becomes longer so if you are running a say a saas startup uh, you have to make some change you just uh, need to change the code and uh, just redeploy it on the cloud with a hardware startup make a small change and uh, it will cost a few weeks of iteration could cost a few weeks of iteration depending on uh, the phase of the product that you are in if you identified it early or you have identified it later post manufacturing so those kind of nuances exist but again having great advisors or mentors on board is uh, something that helps uh, in that aspect that where to focus on where to like not cut corners so sometimes uh, like you cut corners initially and then later on you realize that you saved say a few lakhs of rupees initially but uh, now you have to go back to the design board again because this was something that cannot be manufactured or cannot be scaled so sometimes saving that money costs uh, in time and uh, in fact more in finances later on for hard biotech startups specifically since the risk and uh, everything is higher and also you require an ecosystem that understands those hardwares so you have to have such kind of people for example uh, e-commerce saas companies and all there have been multiple exists people who understand it have scaled it globally have built unicorns and they coming back with their experiences versus people who have built hardwares have had successful exists coming back into the ecosystem mentoring people or providing them capital or guidance that that is a bit skewed so that is also one of the things but again reach out to people get good advisors on board and uh, that helps you reduce down that uh, risk of making mistakes or wasting time the other things for biotech specifically even government uh, is very supportive so for example department of biotechnology has a scheme called birec which uh, funds to the tune of 100000 dollars without uh, in a non dilutive fashion and you can prove your proof of concept you can build uh, using that i understand that may not be possible for everyone to build the complete product in that because the cycles are longer the expenses are higher in a hardware or specifically in a biotech startup where you have to do validations and all but yes you you can actually take a it acts as a launchpad you can take off from the ground and then uh, be smart uh, talk to people network with people talk to them how they traverse their journeys who have like who are say two steps ahead of you or five steps ahead of you uh talk to them find out like where, when is the right time to like be looking for like either additional funding or launching the product so for example sometimes your launch product launch dates are 6 months or 1 year down the line so you have to have been burning cash during that course of time with zero revenues coming in so you have to plan accordingly and at the end it is all uh 
again just an idea cannot uh, build a unicorn just a great team cannot build a unicorn just a uh, like great execution team without a product cannot build so you there's a mix of like it's like a recipe you require multiple ingredients and everything has to be balanced out so uh, that is something like people can uh, take care of like while building prototype how do like uh, mitigate the risk even for investors in some cases say if they don't have confidence over something can be built build that system with uh, say certain non dilutive funding or in say a smaller fashion you cannot build a big plant of a production build a mini plant and all prove it to them and uh, then uh, like you can have enough god so i think uh, a lot of myths were burst uh, in this in this particular answer for our listeners and uh, especially for me as well because i truly did believe that uh, i mean venture funding has sort of become um, a tag that most people look for and um, they give out more equities then they need to and a lot of things uh, are there uh, added hmm. to this but i think um, this was an excellent answer and uh, our listeners would truly derive a lot of value from it uh and uh, with this i think uh, we um, are running a little short of time and we've come to the end of this podcast and i would like uh, to thank all the listeners for uh, being so patient with us and i would like to thank anurag for being here and enlightening us um thank you anurag um, for um, doing this uh, and taking out the time to do this thank you so much thank you for talking to you sanket right so uh, now uh, we will play a very uh, quick and a short game of uh, rapid fire where i'll ask anurag about some um, interesting uh, i'll ask some interesting questions about startups um, so uh, let's start uh, so sure. um, run five startups versus invest in five startups i prefer run five startups so um, the worst habit you have hmm i feel like uh, i sometimes procrastinate think uh, like think a lot for doing something uh, perfectly uh, rather than just getting started on it. so, so uh, uh, like boils down to procrastination a uh, goa or ladakh mm goa uh, ritesh agarwal or nitin kamath uh, nitin kamath uh, um one overvalued unicorn in india uh credit one undervalued uh, startup in india undervalued hmm let let me come back to this a uh, little okay. one book that you would suggest all aspiring innovators to read so I, if, if I remember the author's name, I do not remember the book's name though. Okay. The uh, the productivity project. Oh, one entrepreneur you look up to. I look up to like Steve Jobs. The best advice you've ever received, life, business, or anything. Hmm. like uh, uh, uh during my previous venture like uh, the advice that i like currently follow is like don't wait for making everything perfect in terms of timing product and everything just like keep doing things keep launching things keep iterating one myth about startups you sh- 
field should be bashed when that we touched upon that uh, exits and all are buying up the market but exits are important for the ecosystem and uh, the last and i think um, the hardest uh, only in one word sum up your neodocs journey uh, it's been incredible incredible okay i think uh, this was it uh, so um, thank you so much for doing this again and uh, this was really fun uh, thank you for being here thanks sanket